Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Uh, Bonjour et bienvenue à la podcast Buver d'encre. Je m'appelle Jamie. Is there something wrong? I'm just messing with you. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, we're going to have to pause for a moment while I go learn French. <laughs> That's about all of the French that I know. Oh, did you take French at St. I did not. Okay. I took Spanish, and I specifically looked up how to say that stuff. You sound very um, fluent. Thank you. In your pronunciations. Thank you. From the non-French that I know whatsoever. So That's you didn't opinion. take French either? I did not. Okay. <laughs> did you also take Spanish? I did. I mean, I had to take Bueno. Yeah. <laughs> so the book that I recommend this episode is The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lawrence. Yes, I have not read this before, okay. but I really want to. It's really good. It's feel good. It's not anything just like, you know, a lot of the books that I've been reading recently are just feel good just because I needed to pick me up. Yeah. Um, and I feel like my obviously my mood greatly decides what I want to read. And if I try to read something that is not in connection with how I'm feeling, I can't get through it. I'm the same way. I'm a major mood reader. Yes. So um, this, it was an interesting concept, even though it was a little flowery and light to a degree. I mean, there was obviously conflict. Is there um, math involved? Yes. Okay, good. Yes, I like there math. is math, math involved. <laughs> I just figured equation. It must. Yes. So um, it's about a single mother who um, has a best friend and her best friend's like really fun and she's a romance writer and she kind of puts her in some of her books every now and again and she creates all these really cool characters and they meet at this coffee shop every morning because she's a freelance um, strategist Um, and like she's she's like numbers driven and so she comes on for these companies and basically will do like years of work for them and then like present like these are the findings kind of thing. Right, like data analysis. Right. And so they sit at this coffee shop that they've been going to for years, and they just, like, talk throughout the day and work, which sounds so fun. <laughs> Can we do that? <laughs> yeah, I would like to. <laughs> um, and there's a guy that has come into the shop for the last, I, I don't want to get this wrong, but maybe two years or so, a year or two years. And he comes in, I think I think it's 824 on the dot every day. Okay. <laughs> and so it's, so it's like... Um, they know that he's coming, right? right. So they, they call him Americano because that's what he orders. Okay. <laughs> so like, every time he comes in, he orders an Americano. And so like that's how they reference him yeah. for like these two years that he comes in. He comes in the exact time every day. Right. So the head barista who they're friends with, one day they just, after these years of not knowing anything about this guy and kind of like making up what they think about him because he's pretty attractive, you know. Of course. So well, yeah, why, why wouldn't he be? <laughs> <laughs> and um, he brings up, the barista brings up that Americano has been uh, creating a dating website based on genetics. Whoa. 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it, there's a genet- genetic component to where you would give a sample and they have this database and they basically match your DNA to where on a DNA biological genetic level, you could potentially meet your soulmate. Biologic soulmate. Biologic. Okay, so it's not just like we think that these two DNAs together would make the prettiest babies or anything. That's part of it. But really, it's more about how your genetic, like, um, emotional responses and overall feelings of love and understanding that basically your makeup and this other person's makeup would just go well together and you would have a really great connection, like on a chemistry level, like your chemistry would be out of the roof. Right. So like your, like your chemistry with someone is encoded in your DNA, essentially. Essentially. Okay. And so it finds your best match for you. Right. That's not at all what I was expecting, but that's interesting. Yes. So it's very interesting. So basically just goes along with them stopping him one day and getting him out of his trance of 824 <laughs> and getting his drink and he basically invites them to participate in the study ah, and then okay and then things evolve from there yeah obviously yeah um i like christina lauren a lot which you know it's, it's two authors right okay Oh, gulp. Sorry. (laughs) Yes, I'm aware. I was really excited to say, yes, I know that. (laughs) Um, The first book I read by them, I can't remember which one it was. It it was about like an actor and something. Oh, uh, Twice in a Blue Moon. Yes. I didn't like that one. Okay. I just read that one. (laughs) Okay, of course. (laughs) And that was the very first book I read by them. And I was just kind of like, oh, well, that's underwhelming. And so I didn't intend to continue reading more books by them, but- I couldn't avoid it because it's Christina Lauren and they're everywhere. Right. So I read um, a couple more and now I'm like, oh, give me all the Christina yes. Lauren books. So I read, I did, I read, read that one probably two or three weeks ago. Um, I liked it, but it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. I did enjoy it. I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. Because he's, he's like a movie actor, right? No, no. she is a movie actor. She's a movie actor. He is a, a screen that's right. Screen. I just writer, yeah. personally, as you know, I have a degree in film production. I've worked on movies true, yeah. and stuff like that. I get really, really frustrated because a lot of books get that wrong. Okay. Like so many books get that world wrong and like how things work. And I get that things have to be changed in order to make the plot work and stuff like that. But it's just so frustrating for me to read. Well, when you're an expert in a field or, you know. Oh, like, I'm an expert. Yes. <laughs> It's, it kind of um, nod to Michael, my, my husband. He gets so frustrated when we watch movies and there's a fishing sh- scene, uh-huh. which is a ton of stuff. Like they'll just be like fly fishing in like a river somewhere. Right. And they're not doing it correctly. And he's like, that's not how you do that. You know? And um, he'll be like, that's not my voice. Why are you doing my voice that way? That's how you do it. But um, it's so funny because I don't care. Right. Because I, we because don't know anything no, about fly fishing. I know, I know nothing about fly fishing. So we're just I know watching nothing people. about videography, right. filmmaking. Um, but yeah, he gets so aggravated. And I understand that like if I, I don't know what I would be. If you were watching someone marketing. <laughs> maybe if saying. i saw someone doing makeup and it was terrible i'd be like what and they were painful. like this is beautiful she's great i'd be like that doesn't look good <laughs> um 
I don't know if that's a great example. That's not like super fun. But, but no, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Like I have a friend who used to be a lawyer and she said, she's like, I can't read books about lawyers because they sense. never get it right. I understand that. And it has to fit the show. And I'm like, it's a movie. And he's like, no, but it'd be so simple. Like, yeah, just they would have just done correctly. a little bit of research. They right. could have. No- yeah. Which if I knew something that well and it was something that I loved and they just completely screwed it up and it would be as simple as researching it, I would be really frustrated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I really liked the soulmate equation because it was interesting. It was something different um, yeah. in, in a rom-com light book. Yeah. It sounds uh, different than I expected, but it, I mean, you know. I liked it a lot. I can't wait until my library hold becomes available because <laughs> that's literally all I'm waiting on. Um, so my book that I'm recommending this week is Falling by T.J. Newman. It's, if you're going to be, like, riding on a plane anytime soon, maybe don't read it. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, it's not like that a plane's falling out of the sky or anything, but basically there's a pilot and he picks up a flight at the last minute and he gets on the plane and then discovers that his family is being held hostage. And if he doesn't crash the plane, then his family's going to get killed. Oh, it is so intense. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So he has a choice either crash the plane and kill a bunch of innocent people or don't crash the plane and his family dies. Huh. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, wow. Because that's a lot. It was, yeah. But it was so good. It's a hard. Does it, how, how would you? Uh, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to get into that. Okay. But it it was really well done. It was really intense. Okay. And it sounds um, very very intense. Yeah. I don't it, know how it could. It wasn't intense at all. <laughs> it's actually a really light book. Um, it um, kind about of terrorism. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, it, uh, it was a quick read because like I didn't want to stop. Right. And I'm pretty sure I stayed up really late. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that happens so now we get to our spill the tea segment Ooh. yes of this episode um so the tea that we are drinking this week is harney and sons black current is uh, it wait is it bl- serious question is it black current or black current i believe it's black current but that is only because that's the only way that i know how to say it <laughs> I'm sure it is. I just, the way it's spelled with an A, it like, just makes me want to go black current. I mean, you can, you can do that. I can say it however I want. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's no Thank one you. stopping Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. I'm definitely not going to stop you. <laughs> um, but it, the flavor profile is black tea, currants, and black currant flavor. Oh, it's very descriptive. Wow, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> there's a lot going on here. Yes. Um, it does say you'll enjoy its big flavor of fruit and berry. It is very fruity. It is fruity. And I know that we've talked about recently, um, or we have talked about not particularly caring for tea that has a super fruity flavor to it. I'm retracting that because I like this. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that it's very good. It's not, it says berry flavor, which it is, but it's not a typical berry flavor. Well, I was worried about it because you told me that currants are, or currants, I don't know, are... um, like figs, and I don't like figs. So I made that up based on my own <laughs> you made <that> flavor up. <laughs> profiles. I don't know that that is exactly what a current <laughs> tastes like. 
I was just basing that off of this awesome balsamic that I have at home that is blackcurrant flavored. And I had a fig flavored one and they tasted very similar. That is literally the only reason I made that whole thing up. I apologize if I, uh, if you think that I'm the expert on, on current. I thought you were. I'm so sorry to disappoint. disappointed. But, um, um, but yes, it's. I wasn't expecting to like it, but I do. Yes, I, I enjoy it more than I thought that I would. But something that I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> what a great Since lead. we're spilling the tea. Um, was a book called Who is Maud Dixon by Alexandra Andrews. So it's set in the literary world, which automatically makes me go, yes, let's read it. But it was like this author, Maud Dixon, is not her real name. Is it a woman? Is it a man? We don't know. Um, she's written a very, she or he, has written a very popular book, but nobody knows who the author actually is. And except for like this person's literary agent. And so Maud Dixon is the ghost writer name it's her yes her pen name okay and she decides that she needs um an assistant and so her literary agent like finds this lady and the lady goes and is her assistant but then it just gets all twisty and it's like there's this um it's like this um the talented mr ripley situation kind of like mind just mess you up kind of i mean it's like like one of them pretends to be the other okay. and they're pretending to be each other okay. and it, it they they're in another country and it just was too all over the place for me and I wrote in my review <laughs> two and a half stars a little disappointing to be honest <laughs> and, then, and then I wrote um basically that like I just I get really uncomfortable reading books where the main characters lie and then just keep digging themselves into deeper holes. And I'm like, it's so cringy. And I'm like, it is cringy. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it it makes me feel so awkward. And I don't like that feeling. So I think for people who do like that, like, go for this book for sure. Because it's well done. Mm hmm. Like, obviously, it's well done if I was sitting there cringing while I was reading it. That's so funny that you say that, because that is such a feeling that I get in so many books where you're just, why are you doing that? Why yeah. are you do- it's, it's like watching Stop a it, scary character. movie <laughs> when you're like, don't go in there. <laughs> Nothing good will come of that. What are you thinking? But yes, it's the same feeling. Why are you doing this? It's not going to end well. You know, yeah. You know that things are going to just oh, go wrong. For sure. Yeah, and yeah. it just, I get so angry. Yeah, because it's a so. total, it's a dumpster fire waiting to happen. Exactly. So, not for me. I can't recommend it. So, this week, the book that I cannot recommend because I didn't even know what was going on in it, it was called This Is How You Lose the Time War by Amal El Matar. I might be butchering that, and Max Gladstone. I don't even remember how much I got through. I was, it would be like in the mornings, I'd be putting on makeup, and then I was like, I just, I, I blanked out and didn't even listen to any of that. It was so, the way that it was written, I didn't, I couldn't follow the plot. I've never even heard of it, so. It has like a, which, you know, I, so I, I really like, like, bluebirds and, um, and cardinals kind of have like meaning for me in my life in regard to family and different things. And it has 
those birds on the front of it. And so when I saw that and had good reviews, I don't know why it stuck out to me when I saw like the cover. That's yeah. like a you judged a book. I by judged its cover. a book. By I its mean, cover. it's fine. It's fine. And um, I didn't get it. Like I, it was it was futuristic, and it was these two assassins, and they were both women. And I, I assume, from what I understand, reading just the very like the synopsis of it, they end up forming some type of relationship, but they're on two different teams and. It was like post-apocalyptic. It just didn't make any sense. And they were finding these letters throughout their travels over years and writing letters and putting them in rubble. Jamie, it was... I, I'm falling asleep now. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't follow it. I just, I was like, I don't know what I just even listened to for the last 45 minutes. So I had to, I just yeah. stopped. Bye-bye. DNF. Yeah. And I don't think I'll ever go back to it. That's fine. Yeah. So Jamie. Yes, Marissa. What's keeping you sane this week? Um, honestly, my niece and nephew. No. I know. They just, they, it makes me so happy to see that my niece is almost nine months old and then my nephew is five years old. And, um, you know, I mean, I have a close family to where I get, uh, luckily I get to see them pretty often. And so, you know, we'll, we'll go to dinner on occasion or we'll go over to somebody's house and, just spending time with them just makes me so happy because they're just sweet and you know they're both at fun different ages and um I don't know they just put a smile on my face pure joy exactly I just love hanging out with them well on the topic of really fun awesome kids I I mean I'm yours (laughs) kind of I mean I haven't met her yet (laughs) So I could be biased, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think for me this week, uh, just getting ready for the baby to yeah. be here in three and a half months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so we, we're getting the nursery together and I'm getting my registry together. And so that's kind of been in my in-between times of, okay, I need a break from this. I've turned to that, which is fun because I, you know, as we both are planners, yeah, I, I enjoy the planning of it. So it's been it's been fun to plan. And I love when, like, once a week you'll send me a text message with, like, this is the rocker that I bought and this is the, you know, changing table that I bought. And I love <laughs> seeing it all come together. So Yes, it's finally coming together. I can't wait to meet your super awesome, <laughs> me too. adorable, fun kid. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Have y'all, are y'all, like, settled on a name yet? We're not settled. Okay. Yeah, there um, we have our list, and we just started like telling family members that we think this is her name. Okay, but we, or I, I should say, I'm pretty set. You know how I am. Like once I'm, I'm. You've made your mind. I up. I made my mind up, but um, he doesn't want to tell everyone in case we decide to change it. So we shouldn't say it here on the podcast. Then should not. Okay. All yes. right. Well, that's fine. We can talk about it offline. <laughs> well. As always, it was good chatting with you. Always. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers. Cheers.